This episode of Entertainment Landfill was produced with PCZ surround sound technology. The audience is listening. We hope. the smell if there is such a thing I feel saturated by it I can taste your stink every time I do I fear that I have somehow been infected by it it's repulsive isn't it it's the old argument Jack art isn't just the vomiting up of adolescent angst Real art is subject to a complex filtration system allied to tried and true structures. Now, I look at your stuff and what do I see? I see 20th century American suburbia. It does not resonate. I was raised in the suburbs. That's, that's where I was born. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to express. I can't help that, that. That's what I know. So you intend to captivate people with the plight of the affluent white American male. Well, I have some shocking news for you. Nobody cares. Mr. Mystery Guest. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Unless you want to open a front door for me. Uh, no, I'm afraid not. But you have me at a loss. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequined shirts. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Oh, shit! Half a night, maybe less. Maybe deeper than nothing. They ain't got much water. Makes no difference. They'll be swallowed by the sand. You've got to get him back. You've got to capture. Stop it, Captain. Stop. Stop the noise, will you? Stop the noise! 
Uh, and then I'll just close with this one thought. I have devoted all of my adult life, all of it, uh, to pursuing this uh, strange phantom intersection between smart and stupid. Um, and there's a lot of people that believe the two cannot coexist. Uh, but God, I will tell you, uh, it is something that I believe religiously. I think when smart and stupid come together, it's very difficult. But if you can make it happen, I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Uh, I am so grateful to all my staff and the fans in this country and around the world who have joined me in this really crazy and seemingly (laughs) pointless pursuit uh, to do things that are kind of stupid but have something smart in there somewhere. And then there's a little tiny sort of flicker of what is a kind of a magic, I think. That's what I believe. So uh, my advice to anyone uh, watching right now, and it's not easy to do. It is not easy to do. It's not easy to do. But try. Try and do what you love with people you love. And if you can manage that, it's the definition of heaven on earth. I swear to God, it really is. the Jstrom and uh welcome to entertainment landville but i'm not alone i'm not doing a solo show because how sad would that be like oh he's podcasting and oh he's alone again oh my god this is so sad we have steven the pop culture hey what's happening he's here in my house what the hell steven get out of here we're under quarantine i I don't have my mask on i'm sorry Can you believe this? I have to run out to the car and grab it real fast. It is so (laughs) awesome to see you, Stephen. And uh, it's funny because I was like, when was the last time Stephen's here? The last episode you did with me was October of 2019. Wow. How how is that possible? And I started scrolling up like, okay, after that, I did the Ken Preventure uh, Ghostbusters 2 episode. Okay, so I could see, like, oh, Steven, you don't need to come over. I'm doing a Ghostbusters episode with Kent. Then after that, I did uh, the book club, a Witcher book club show with Ross. Okay, you know, we got that in the can. Then I did a Christmas uh, show mashup. Okay, I did an end of the year special with Adam Sexton. Then I did a Mulberry Matinee kind of pilot episode with adam sexton where we saw the movie 1917 then i did another book show and then quarantine boom and i did the quarantine special where i just put a bunch of back episodes <laughs> that i never released it to it was only to patrons only gotcha so i was like yep. here have some episodes this is quarantine i have no so idea you don't go completely crazy yeah i have no idea quarantine. what's gonna happen to us because remember when that when the quarantine stuff first happened we were like we didn't know what the hell was gonna go when the plague hits us and this, this will be lost to history is what you're thinking <laughs> yeah 
And what's interesting is that while we were just staying home, like Heather, she uh, started working from home and Ollie started doing school from home. You still had to go to work every week, right? Yes. Were they ever like, you need to just stay home, we don't know what's going on or anything? There was, like, right at the beginning of the COVID last year, um, trying to think, um, end of March, I guess, Mm -hmm. there was, um, I was in Nebraska working, and uh, they were bringing in people from the cruise ship to the hospital I was at, and the education coordinator for the hospital was like you guys have to get out you can't come in here we're done project Mm -hmm. is shut down and we're like um we have to finish you know but but they closed it down uh we stayed in and we did some piddly stuff down in the basement working cleaning up and whatnot finish off our week and then it was just like nope we're out you know he he actually threatened to call the police and have us arrested if we showed up on the floors wow. to do to do any work. Holy crap! And uh, but were you like, we can't leave this just sitting here unfinished? Is that what it was? We had finished like two floors of swapping out new equipment, and then, like I said, they started bringing the patients from the cruise ships, and it was just like locked down. Right. And so they we went into uh, another tower, the oncology ward. And we were just upgrading stuff. We weren't interacting with patients or anything. It was just like software upgrades for the bedside monitors. And we did like two or three floors. And and, and that's kind of when he snapped and was just like, nope, uh, done, get out, you know. Yeah. And then the following week, because we were supposed to be there for a couple of weeks. So the following week I sat. I didn't work. And then uh, there was a hospital up in oklahoma boom go up there guess what they weren't ready for us the, it was under <laughs> the area we were working was gonna be construction they weren't f- close to being ready so we unboxed inventoried it got everything kind of prepped went to oklahoma city worked there for the rest of the week i came back home and i think i sat for two weeks no work at all non-stop since i think right. there was uh in no at the end of november last year i think i sat for a week or december early december something like that and what, what's interesting but, is you know like we wear masks and stuff like i wear masks to the grocery store or whatever but how much gear do you wear when you enter a hospital depends on what you're doing like 99 percent of it uh i'll say okay 90 percent of what i did just the face mask they take your temperature when you come in, yeah, and that's it. Now I've had to. Uh, some hospitals will require uh, goggles to keep the airborne out of your eyes, so you're right. wearing a mask and goggles. So yeah, half the time you can't see because it's fogged up. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there was see that was out in uh, Northern California when I was out there. So um, I was too far away from bay area to go up there and visit him i was three hours or more away from him so i was gonna i didn't even tell him i was in california it's like I'm yeah. way way too far anyways um other than that there was uh like they would the hospital in fresno they had it had like 
ER had like three pots. One of them was completely cordoned off. You you had to go outside the building to get back in, and that was the COVID pod. Yeah. And then they had other ones had like entire floors dedicated to it. You know, it's like you, we could walk on the floors, but we couldn't go in the rooms because they were all the negative pressure rooms. Right. So they're sucking in air instead of blowing them out. Mm-hmm. Were you ever paranoid that you were going to get it that whole time? Like, I'm going into these hospitals all the time. I'm going to get it. Um, not so much because uh, I wasn't paranoid that I would get anything. I mean, because then it was like every nurse, everybody was like, did you wash your hands? Don't touch your face. They were all, yeah. they were on you pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And so I was like, yes. Or you come out of, if, if you come out of a room and they're non-COVID patients even, then you... They got that uh, sterilizing foam outside the yeah. door. So you sc- did your hands ever get? Oh, terribly, dry? terribly, yeah. yeah. And and I hate using that f- alcohol foam anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah. you do it just when I walk out. If I'm if I can't get to a sink pretty fast, you know, as soon as I we're done, I'm yeah. in there washing, getting that crap off my I actually, hands. I had gloves that I'd wear to the store because I my hands get so irritated by hand sanitizer that they just start to crack and it takes forever to heal some areas we had to wear the rubber gloves too Mm -hmm. so i mean like i said depending on where you're at if it was you know we didn't go into we could we could refuse covid areas we don't have to like i'm not going in there yep we had lots of our guys say nope we're not doing it um one of our guys in chicago was taking care of his elderly parents and he's like I'm not working for you guys right now. I and mean, he's since come back, I think. Right. Uh, um, but anyways. Can I just tell you how, like, I don't know. I'm kind of germaphobe OCD-ish anyway. No. <laughs> so during all this, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I wash my hands a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I wash my hands a whole lot. Like. It's, I don't even, I wouldn't count because at the end of the day, I go, Jesus Christ, you know, 500 times or a thousand times or whatever. But, uh, if I go to the store to get something or whatever, go shopping and I come home back in the day, like when that first, when it was the COVID stuff first happened, I come home, take my clothes off in the garage and go take a shower and put on new clothes. Uh, airplane travel is great early on because it was just like. (laughs) one person per row maybe two the middle seats were empty mm-hmm. so i mean lots of room the... were you ever paranoid about your clothes or anything no 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 yeah because i would get that uh, um i still kind of am in this way <laughs> that's the, i think the craziest thing now is that like we i've like trained my brain to act a certain way and we actually a couple of weeks ago i don't remember what it was for it was was it your mom's birthday, Heather? Uh, or we went out to eat at a restaurant for the mm-hmm. first time in over a year. Second time in uh, for over a year. I think we went to a restaurant twice in a week's time, right? Or something like that. But anyway, like my brain was going, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. you can't go. There's public place with all these people and you're going to take your mask off if you're crazy but it's like no jason it's okay you've had the the vaccine you've had both vaccines by the way pfizer guy and you're johnson and johnson johnson and johnson heather's moderna you know 
Uh, yeah, with my travel, and they were wanting us to stay two weeks at a time, I was trying to wait for the Johnson Johnson, because it's like, if I'm going to be out of town for two weeks, I don't want to have to start over. One of our guys did that. We were... We were up in Sacramento area, and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, we got three extra shots, and there were three of us, and he goes, well, I'll do it. I'm like, well, I'm waiting to find out from our work what the the protocol is. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to... Oh, I would have taken it instantly. <laughs> Just cause well, I'm no, 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 bad. because, um, number one, I don't know that I'm going to be there at the end. Right. And it's like, the one nurse was saying, yeah, you can get the second shot anywhere, and it wind up not being true. Oh, really? You have to get the second shot at the same place. Yeah, I got both shots at the same place. So, yeah, we were supposed to be up there, finished early. Uh, uh, no, we, we were going to another hospital there in Sacramento, and that job got canceled because construction was too far behind. I mean, he could have simply driven over to uh, Folsom and got the second shot. But we went... Uh, we were somewhere else in California, and it's like three hours to Folsom. I'm like, uh, it was right the weekend when uh, when his shot was due. I'm like, we'll call up there and see if they've got your second shot. Stay the weekend, drive up there and get it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh no, we've swept a Moderna already. It's like you should have three extra shots if you had three extra shots then of of the Pfizer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nope. So then he called a nurse friend of his, and they're like, she was like, no, you have to get it done at the same place. So he had to wait a couple of weeks to start all over. I remember early on, like, in Texas, they were like, some people were like, we don't know when we're going to get our second shot because they didn't have all the vaccines that they needed yet. Right. I think Heather's parents got their vaccines really early on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I remember we did the registration thing. And I was just like, holy crap, I just got a text saying I could get the vaccine, Heather. And then I went and got it. I remember being all nervous about it. I kept getting this, I don't know if it was a real text or fake text saying, you're in line to get this. I'm like, I never signed up to get it. I'm not mm-hmm. touching this. It, it was probably real. So, uh, anyways, I was like. But um, did you have any, uh, did you feel a certain way after you got it? Oh, I was deathly ill, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Felt like crap? Like, did you get a fever and stuff? Yes. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I was at Melissa's um, the day I got it. Did you ever, uh, you never tested positive for it, did you? Do you ever think uh, you got COVID? I I think I did last year, right before it got announced. But you've never gotten, like, tested? No, because before, just... they didn't even have a test developed for several months. Right. Cause it I remember, the antibodies had been gone. Because talking to Will, he said before all the COVID stuff happened, like, he was deathly ill. Like, he said he had the worst flu he's ever had. Mm-hmm. And then he was better, and he was fine. And then the COVID stuff happened, he goes, I think I had that, you know? Well, I know... Um... So, like, last January, I was sick. Um, I was sick for a week. I started feeling better the second week. And then weeks three and four was, I, I've never felt as bad in my life that I can remember. Wow. Um, and then, I guess, through all that, at the end of the second time I felt bad, at the end of that second week, I wound up passing a kidney stone yeah, <laughs> on top of that. that. Were, was part of you wondering if maybe that's what you were feeling? No, no I, I mean, 
No, because those it comes they come on pretty fast. Oh, okay. Because I'd had one before. Well, none of us have tested positive for it. In uh, I mean, I we know some people. Melissa and her kids did. Yeah, was and that was I wasn't even hanging around them, and they tested. Was that that bad? Did they react very badly? Um, no, they very they mild. The hospital or anything? No, uh, Melissa lost her smell and taste. Has she gotten that uh, back? Not completely. Oh shit! Since last August, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that where it lingers. Where... And then uh, the oldest had. The chest cold and all that feeling, but not terribly. And the young, her youngest had a little bit of a cough, and that was it. That's and, good. And then, you know, her father got it and passed. Yeah, that's very sad, yeah. Like uh, Judy, Aunt yeah. Judy, she got it. She didn't last a week after she got it. You know, she wasn't great anyway Yeah. in health. And uh uh, Judy almost made it to the vaccine. Time. It was like a week later they were giving doing it to it, them, you know. And I don't know if that would have helped her or anything, but she, see, she was in a re- rehabilitation center, and once that gets in there, everybody gets it. You know, it's really sad. See, you know, my father passed in the end of 2019 with cancer. It's like. <sighs> I'm glad he didn't make it through because I wouldn't be able to see him all that time. If he, you know, I think about it now, it's like I got to spend time with him before it happened. Yeah. I think about that too, like the certain people that didn't have to see this stuff and like, you know, they were lucky, you know, it's better. Yeah. I don't want to say I was, I was lucky to spend the time with him and and be able to be there. Uh, Yeah. You know, if it had happened last year, I would have been, scared to death to go over there you know that i'd pass something on to him that i was right. asymptomatic yeah like, and that i would be the one that caused him to my <laughs> to, cousin candy could visit judy through the window right like, outside the facility like knock on the window and wave to her and yeah talk to her on the phone while looking at her um and that's just terrible and i remember like judy i would message her on facebook like i love you judy she'd say i love you too but uh, we wouldn't really talk much more than that, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's really sad when I think about it. So when the vaccine came out and like, uh, I was like, dad, are you getting the vaccine? Have you gotten it yet? And he's like, no, no, not yet. Not yet. And I was like, you need to register on the thing. Here's the link. You need to do this. And he wouldn't say anything. And then like months and months passed. I'm like, dad, have you gotten the vaccine? He goes, you know, I think I'm going to hold off. Everybody else has the vaccine so the chances of me getting it now are very slim so i don't think i really need to and it's just like yes you do and i was getting so mad at him and i would talk to laura and say laura you need to talk to that she goes i do he's so stupid he won't listen to us and uh he was like look i've spent my whole life barely ingesting any medicine in my body and i'm just like do you have the polio vaccine asshole do you have these vaccines? The measles, mumps, rubella. Yeah, yeah. It's a vaccine to to keep you from dying from this if you possibly get it. He goes, I'm really healthy. You know, I ride my bike every day. And I'm just like, you're pissing me off so much. Yeah, it's not like a healthy person hasn't died from this. Yeah, plenty of people uh, who are healthy. It just knocks them on their ass, you know, mm-hmm. with no explanation. So he has my half-siblings his other children they're younger 
I tell Lily, um, and I say, did you know that our dad will not get the vaccine? She was like, I was afraid to ask him. I said, he won't get it. Could you say something to him? And she was like, I'll try. And then my dad messages me. I don't know. It was like a week or two weeks later. He goes, you're sneaky, sneaky. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, Lily told me I couldn't come to her birthday unless I was vaccinated. So I'm looking for a place to get vaccinated now. And he goes, you're pretty sneaky. She told me you're the one who told her you were concerned about me. And I was like, well, if I'm sneaky, then, uh, you know, it got I you wasn't here. hiding it from you because I was talking to you directly. <laughs> yeah. There was no sneaking. And uh, he was like, I, and that was your daughter's idea to ban you from your her birthday, not mine. And it was and that was pretty smart of her because I like if I said you can't ever come over to my house, dad, he probably would like I never go over there anyway. Yeah. But uh, that was enough to motivate him. But. He was like, I can't find a place to get it anywhere. I'm like, you could go to any pharmacy yep. and they give it away for free. CVS. So I told Laura and she was like, I found a place. Severin's going to take them. And she like uh, called Severin and Severin like took him and he got the first vaccine. And he just recently, I think it was last week, got the second one. So he's now been vaccinated twice with the Pfizer and uh, thank yeah. goodness. Yeah, that. The Johnson Johnson, like I said, I took about three in the afternoon at midnight. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, I, I, I like it cold, you know, when we, when I sleep and, right. and, uh, and, um, I'm usually, I throw the covers off and I'm sitting there and I was sitting there shivering, covered up and, and Melissa's is like, he's sick, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, uh. Got up Sunday morning. I was still had the chills, and she was uh, went into the living room, and she's watching TV, and I'm sitting there, and I'm covered up, and she goes, "Just go get back in bed." <laughs> and I slept till about noon or one, and then I went home. I'd say the worst I felt was just sluggish, kind of like, "Oh, I feel like just tired," and uh, I think I napped, but I didn't feel, I didn't think it affected any of us. Like yeah, at I, all. I slept like, uh, all day the next, pretty much all day. And, uh, you know, I'd ask Heather's mom, because remember, they got the vaccine the earliest. I was like, how are you feeling? She's like, I'm fine. I was like, did you have any side effects or anything? She's like, no. What about Jim? She's like, well. I think Craig was a little sluggish, my mm -hmm. brother. It just uh, kind of, I kind of feel felt like I do when I have really bad allergies. Just like, ugh, I just feel like crap. I don't want to do anything, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, I think I I took my mom to the new baseball park in Arlington. Mm -hmm. That's where hers was scheduled. So I took her that uh, when it was her time. Um, so I was I was off work for something. I don't know why, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So I drove her up there. So she's like, "Well, I can get there next time." Well, yeah, she had a hard time finding it on her own, but <laughs> anyway, so she wound up finding it fine after. Yeah, where, I can't even remember where, what part of town I went, Heather. Where was it? Bedford. Yeah, I went to Bedford. Yeah, yeah, you went to Bedford, yeah. For some reason. I was like, okay, I'll go to Bedford. <laughs> but that's just where the appointment was. Yeah, the I went over to 7th Street, Montgomery Plaza area. Mm -hmm. That's where it was like. Uh, Melissa told me, he's like, hey, there's uh, Johnson Johnson there. 
I went online, set up my appointment. Nice. I felt and so And like the happy next week, it was just like, people, you know, actually it was women from 21 to 49 were having adverse to reactions to the Johnson Johnson. And they just said, people had said like four people died from it. And find out it's it's women. And everybody was kept asking me, are you nervous about it? I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. I remember there was that scare like people were having blood clots and yeah. stuff like that. But it was only it was only women from what I, I read. Yeah, so, it's it's so silly, the and so I think, cycle, how it does that all the time. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what are we going to do? Anyways, yeah, we, I mean, like I said, went in there, no problem. That's yeah. great. But like I said, like, I'm vaccinated, uh, mm-hmm. everyone here is, but I still wear a mask when I go to the store. Yes. Craig said he feels like, he, he Craig's, my brother wears his in the grocery store, you know, mm-hmm. he, he goes, I'm the only one. I look like a freak, but whatever. Yeah, I just have my head, uh, my earbuds in, I'm listening to whatever, and I'm just shopping. I don't care about anybody else, <laughs> yeah. you know. And every once in a while, I'll see somebody, like some old lady, and she's got a mask, and I'm just like, she I mean, probably I, should wear one. <laughs> I'm going to say, I have to fly on the planes, and so I'm wearing them on the entire time I'm in a in the airport, so. Are you glad you don't wear glasses, like with the steamed up? Yes. Because uh, I actually ran, I, w- I have been like, I don't want to go anywhere, like doctor's appointments, <laughs> dentist appointment, whatever. And I ran out of contacts a while ago, and um, I was feeling like, I got to go to the doctor's office because I don't have any contacts anymore. I'm wearing my glasses. And I hadn't experienced that before with a mask and glasses, and they were like, you know, like steaming up all the time. I was like, God, this really does suck. And then the, I fell for the whole, every once in a while, an, an eye doctor, when you have contacts, they'll go, well, well, uh, everything looks good. We'll just get you a reorder for a year supply and I'll see you next year. All right. That's great. Everything's fine. But every once in a while, he's like, uh, hey, you know, we got these new lenses. I think you ought to try. And if I have, if I have my guard up, like, I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm happy with where I'm at. But this time I hadn't been in so long. I was like, oh, okay, I'll try those. And so I'm putting them in my eyes, and I'm like, oh, God, these are so uncomfortable. He goes, they're a little bit thicker than your other ones. And I'm like, I don't like these. And he goes, well, come back next week, and we'll see what you think of them. And I'm going home, driving home, and I'm like, you asshole, why didn't you just say no? Now you got to have these. Now you got to go back. And then next week I go back and go, I hate them. Can I please go back to what I had? Oh, yeah, we'll fill you up with the other ones. And I'm just like, what a waste of time this has been. (laughs) All I had to say was, no, 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 I'm good with what I got. Because once you know have the contacts you like, just stick with them forever. You know, you don't <laughs> need to change them. And he goes, well, I got these new fancy kind. You know, they're a little bit thicker. They also, uh, they rotate. They're heavier on one side where they'll go, the bottom, they'll work their way. And then they're, and I'm like, why? That sounds horrible. <laughs> because if I stick them in, I'm like, Whoa, these are so uncomfortable. What are they doing? Oh, they're rotating. Well, I don't want them to rotate. What are you talking about? What is my eyes merry-go-rounds? What? <laughs> yeah. I don't need them to rotate. It's so annoying. <laughs> and uh, ha- Heather had such a bad experience at that same optometrist that she's like picked a new one. She's like, I'm never going back there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to go just this one time, get my year supply or whatever. Because I like having a year supply. 
And it's funny, after all that stuff, okay, forget all COVID and all that. Then this winter, we have yes. the, the winter storm. Were you out of town the whole time? I think you were, weren't you? That week? Okay, um, here's what happened with that. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that sucked. So my flight gets canceled. They rebooked me going from here to Kansas, and now I'm supposed to go to Fresno. Right. I go to Kansas. The storm blows in, shuts everything down. So I have to get a hotel room there in Kansas. They reboot me the next day. I get to I get out to the hospital. They have done the go live in one day. I have nothing to do the next day. Yeah. We sit around on standby on Wednesday, and then I come back home on Thursday when everything's kind of coming back to normal here. Yeah. And um Luckily, with my house, I'm in. I'm close enough to a hospital. I guess. Yeah, yeah. We were on a hospital grid, so we never lost power. We did have the water boil effect. You know, yeah, we had yeah. to, Everybody uh, did eventually. Yeah. So, yeah, my brother, my, my mom's house lost power, so she came up to our house and stayed until mm-hmm. her power came back on. She was stubborn. Yeah. Like. Her power went out early Monday morning, and she's like, I'll just wait. It'll come back on. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm at the airport. Call mom. You know, I call my brother. I say, call mom and check on her. Make sure she has power because um, I have friends that still live back in town, and they're saying, we have no power. I'm like, check on her. Check on her. Yeah. You know, and and f- got her up to my house. Uh, I bet it's that like was we have power. Idea. Even if we didn't have power, I'd rather be her be at our house. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that was insane because you know we lost power, and I remember like you know that ill-fated saying like as long as we just have our power, I think we'll be fine. It's like, and it's like oh, okay, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I got home late Thursday night, and they're like, you can't take a shower. I'm like, crap. Yeah, you know, and. Friday morning, I I sleep in because I've just, it feels like I've just been on the road traveling and I haven't done any work. I wake up about ten in the morning, turn on the TV. Hey, the boil band's over. You can <laughs> water's fine now. And I'm like, yeah, I can shower. What's funny is like uh, <laughs> I think it was Sunday night when the power went off. It stayed off all day and night monday and then tuesday we woke up and that's when it got down really like mm-hmm. really cold in the middle of the night it was uh ollie heather and i were all in the bed with a bunch of blankets like babies burrowed under there and we're all covered up and i felt sorry for the dog having to go outside to go to the bathrooms <laughs> you know but i remember you peeing, know i was like little ice cubes like, yeah exactly and it was like uh tuesday the i remember i went i was like oh my god sonic's open i went on a reconnaissance you know and yeah. i remember we were so cold i was like let's all get in the car you know i had the i backed the car out of the garage just in the driveway and turned it on we were just feeling heat because like, uh, it was so effing cold in this yeah. house uh and uh i was like i'm gonna go drive around 
get gas if I can, if there's a gas station open, and uh, look for food. Cause I, but I figured nothing was open. We were eating sandwiches. Once you eat sandwiches like four times in a row, something, it's just like, I don't want to eat another sandwich. <laughs> but um, sure enough, there was one gas station open, and I was able to fill up all the way. And the Sonic was open. And I uh, was in a, it was like a super long line at Sonic. Like everybody's like, holy shit, Sonic's open. And, you know, I was like, Sonic's open. Heather, what do you want? And uh, I get the food. I don't know. It was probably like an hour I was waiting in that line. But I drive up and I was like, hey, come outside. We'll all eat in the car where we're warm. And I'm like, hello, Heather, you know, texting. And all of a sudden she comes out and she goes, Jason, the power's on. Come inside. And I was like, what? <laughs> Holy shit. And I'm like, driving the garage. I'm like, hot damn. Getting all the food and come in there. And, you know, it's like, I was like, I'm taking a shower. And it's like, no, I don't think you should because uh, there's a boil. And I was like, I don't care. And I took a shower <laughs> with the water. I was like, I just won't swallow any or get it in my eyes or anything. I'm going to take a quick shower. So I had my tainted shower. I didn't care, man. I felt like crap. Yeah, yeah. You know, after like two days of just not taking a shower. Yeah, or, I had to get a quick hotel real close to the airport in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had an early flight the next morning. Got on that. Let's see, so I was like from here to Kansas. I was supposed to go from Kansas to Chicago. That leg got canceled because Chicago was froze over and it was supposed to be chicago to yeah uh, wherever i was going anyways so the next morning it was uh kansas to phoenix to this so it was like <laughs> it's like all day event wow well it's fun- funny because you think we'll just go over to relatives we'll go to heather's parents heather's parents had no power yeah uh laura they had no power uh, Vanessa, where she lives, where she lives, they didn't have any power, and she was living in her car, just with it running, with the heat on, and because she didn't have any power or water in her uh, apartment, and I was like, I'm going to tell, you know, this is the time of COVID, we're not supposed to visit each other or whatever, but I was like, I'm going to tell Vanessa she can come over here at least because our power had come back on on that Tuesday. And she was like, no, no, I have a friend staying in the car with me. I can't leave them. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to have that stranger come over to our house. So I would like drive and bring her food and stuff while she was waiting in her car. And I, I can't remember exactly. So Tuesday we got our power on Wednesday. She don't, I think it wasn't until Thursday or Friday. She finally got her power on Yeah, and she was in her car that whole time. Yeah, I think my mom's came back on Friday. And the the person who was staying in the car with her would take a gas can and walk to the gas station and fill it up, and then come back and pour it in the car. I was just like, Jesus, I couldn't imagine sleeping in a car like the heater on all that time. And I remember I was like, I was bringing her food from our house. And I was, uh, I remember I was like, hey, Sonic's open. Let me go. And I drove over there to give her food. And Sonic was closed. I was like, I'm so sorry, Sonic's closed. She's like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Because you want warm food at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I said, tomorrow, first thing, I'll go drive out and look for something. And I saw Jack in the Box. 
And it's so funny because uh, I was like, tell me what you want from Jack in the Box. I'm in line. And she's like, okay, I want the, the number five, but tell them uh, no mustard and ketchup. And I also want uh, a thing of ranch. But also I, I want um, a Dr. Pepper, but with no ice. And then I want, and it was like, everything was like really intricate. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, what is this? Like, just order the number five of the Dr. Pepper and just let me give it to you. But no, it had to be all these extra things. And uh, the person who was with her, I took their order to. And it it was some dude. And like, when I walked up, uh, I drove up. I didn't get out of the car, but I was like, here's your food. And he was like your goddamn lifesaver man i couldn't eat another cold meal <laughs> and i was like oh you're, that's, you're welcome <laughs> these engine block eggs won't go down <laughs> yeah these too many slim jims <laughs> um, so that sucked but uh everything you know went back to normal and we have an incredible governor don't we yeah by the time i got back it was we were on the tail end of everything. So, I mean, I left when it started and I came back when it was almost over. And when it was all melted, I was like, I don't want to see another drop of goddamn snow uh, and I was, for 10 years. I was teasing Melissa. I said, you know what I'm about to do? I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> She's like, shut up. <laughs> Did she lose power? No. We need to get on one but, of those grids with a hospital. <laughs> well, that's it. our neighbors have solar panels and their power is out too. Is there not some switch you can flip over and just be on your own grid? How do yeah, you do but that? you have to. Yeah, yeah, there is. I, but I think when you do that, you have to have like battery backups in your garage to hold all that stuff. That's the only way I'd ever get solar panels is if I had that option. Because otherwise, what's the goddamn point of having solar panels? Well, the other than the out? lower, other than the lower your electric bill, you can sell it back to the electric company. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just say other I than understand. that. But like, if the power, and I was like, "Oh man, the power is going to be off for all." Okay, flip a switch. Okay, we're on our own grid right now. We yeah. got battery backup. We're going to be fine for a couple of days or something. But yeah, there is a way to do that, and I I don't know the that's specifics, the, obviously. Yeah, that's the only way I would do that. Otherwise, it just seems poor. But I mean, I think that's what that big Tesla wall battery is that goes yeah, in yeah. your garage. How long it's good for? Don't know. And my older brother went and bought a generator, but his uh, his uh, where he his uh, girlfriend's house where he lives uh, never lost power. <laughs> oh, They're yeah. close to a hospital too. When uh, we were all in bed together, freezing our ass off, someone had a generator near us, and it's so goddamn loud and annoying. I wouldn't care how loud it was as long as I was warm. <sighs> and I remember the night. Middle of the night, it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, they ran out of gas or something. Yep. yep. I was like, thank God. And we were sleeping all of a sudden. <laughs> I was like, damn it, he just filled it up. Yep. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> and I was I was looking around for not a generator, but one of those. You can get like uh, a, a battery thing for like storms or whatever. I forget what they're called. It's like a battery backup thing. You keep it plugged in, charge it all the way, and you can like 
keep something going. Maybe a refrigerator. Just saying. Yeah, I know. yeah. It'll have a list of things that'll yeah, yeah. power for how long. And so, so I was like, plug in your microwave so you can cook. I was like, if we had that, we could at least have a space heater in the, yeah, yeah, in true. our room or something. Yeah, and I was like, I think I'm going to get something like that instead of a generator. Or solar panels with a switch where I could go, okay, we got power again, you know. But, yeah, that was pretty crazy. So, anyway, I want to tell people who've been listening to this. Uh, you know, I kind of did weird little shows here and there. I don't know if you saw I did. You did a little one-offs or you're driving your Jason's thoughts or something. Yeah, I did one. It was a message in a bottle. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard that. No. But it was very weird and surreal. I didn't have, I, some people thrive during the pandemic. They got really productive. I worked. So I had no time off. Right. <laughs> but then it's like, some people felt very creative and they had a lot of output. Yeah. I had the opposite. I went into a depression and didn't want to do anything. I didn't feel like I wanted to talk about anything mundane or whatever and i don't know i just didn't have it in me it's very depressed and down well i guess you saw it like danny elfman who i am enamored of you know he's released like a 17 18 track new album mm-hmm. yeah uh and it's like he goes awesome. yeah i i i felt he goes i was invigorated i i made an album and I kind of felt guilty because I wasn't doing more. And, you know, we're part of Pod Syndicate with Mike and, uh, you know, Chinstroker and all that. I felt bad. Like, here they invite us to be on their podcast network. And then I'm like, I'm not doing shows anymore right now. <laughs> I need a break. I would do an occasional show, you know. Like, uh, Adam and I, you know, we talked about the the Snyder Cut of Justice League yes. or whatever. And... uh just sometimes I'd be like, I can't do it. I don't, you know, I would think of an idea for something and get ready to do it. And then I'd be like, no, no, no. I lost the motivation I can't to do, do it. it. I, I, I just, I can't talk about this right now. But lately I've been thinking like, hey, how great would it be if I get Steven and Will uh, to do a show? We do it all together. We kind of talk and catch up with each other. And the podcaster formerly known as Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because uh, Will actually said, okay, I'll do the show with you guys this Friday. And I was like, yes, Stephen, can you come over? You know, first time coming over in a, a year or whatever. I was a little concerned with my flight because mm-hmm. we've been having weather there. I've been in Florida. We just, the, the Elsa just went through. And then last Friday there was a nasty storm. We were delayed. I didn't get home till nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, I think the week before, I've, had, I've been having trouble. American Airlines, a lot of airlines, obviously, or we're having staffing issues. I'm oh, having. Yeah. I've had to reschedule so many flights here lately. Will was going to do the show with us tonight until the last minute. He couldn't do it. So I was like, okay, you know, it's going to happen. So hopefully, we can still do that. Here's the thing I wanted to ask you, like, I haven't gone back to probably the place besides going to restaurants. What I miss the most is going to the movies because yes. that was like, 
I'm not a big social person and do things socially, but it's like I go to the movies or I go out to eat, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And until recently we hadn't gone out to eat and then finally we did. And it, believe me, that felt weird. The first time we went out to eat, I almost felt like God, this place is getting really crowded in here, man. There's a lot of people. And I was like, I'm vaccinated. Who gives a shit? You know, the people who aren't vaccinated, they're the ones who should be scared. Right. But I'm like, when do I go back to the movies? And mm-hmm. I still haven't gone. Uh, I thought maybe f- I was like fast nine. I'll go then fast nine came and went. And I was like, that's still out, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's still out. But I mean, the opening, opening night. Weekend, yeah. Yeah. Opening yeah. weekend came and went, And I was like, no, 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 I'm not ready. And I'm like, black widow that's here. And I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> But when do you think it's safe to go back to the movies? Um, I've already been. <laughs> <laughs> and when did you go? Last week. Last. That week. was the first time I've we've been. You know. Did it feel weird? Did you wear a mask in the theater? No. Did you even walk in with a mask? No, because it was pretty empty. So there's no mask mandate, like on the door no. or anything. Because that's what's interesting is Kroger has a big mask on there. It says, we would like for you to wear a mask, but it's up to you. And people are like, no. And they walk in. Yeah, yeah we went. It was uh, 4th of July. Nobody was over there. We were in that new little shopping center. Um, what's it called? Um, is that a real fancy Dolby theater? Uh, it's a dinner theater place, you know, like a movie tavern type oh, place. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, over there between Brian Irving and Hewlin. Um, okay. Um, just south of Lancaster. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Is that, it's, it's very ritzy there. Is it, uh, what, what are those called, Heather? The. Yeah, is it it wasn't the Alamo. Oh, no, okay. it was just a, it's a AMC theater. I kind of. One thing I kind of like those, but also I just want to go to the movies and eat a snack. I don't want people walking around all the time, you know. Um, like, oh, would you like a refill with that? Well, the movie tavern, you, uh, the one on on Seventh down, uh, not downtown Seventh by Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little button you push to call them. Right. So they don't just keep coming, you know, yeah. and check on you, except at the end to bring you a check. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus, how did I spend this much money at a movie? <laughs> oh, you mean you mean my big sangria swirl? Mm. <laughs> yeah. The, that was fantastic. House, <laughs> I don't know Draft House did have fantastic popcorn. I will say that. It's like, oh, this $18 popcorn tastes delicious. Well, Melissa and I were going to have uh, some food there at the theater. We're like, we'll get food there. We got there and looked at it. It's like. I'm not paying 15 bucks for a hamburger. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we it's like, do, we'll just though. get some popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, the little area has lots of food places. We're like, we'll see what the eats afterward, you know, cause we, we have the, an early show like at four o'clock. Right. And, uh, there's a little pizza joint right out, right across the street. What'd from, you see by the way? Uh, a quiet place too. Oh, okay. Okay. I think and I remember you told me that now. There were six people in the theater. Mm-hmm. So it's very safe. Did anyone cough in the theater? No. Okay. Just Other than me, no. <laughs> people like turn around and look like, oh shit. <coughs> <laughs> like, uh oh. Were you paranoid at all or were you like good? 
No, no. I, I'm in hospitals constantly, so that fear has kind of lost on me. When I went to the eye doctor, um, he was like, pull your mask down for a second. I was just kind of like, no. <laughs> I don't know where you've been. Um, yeah, no, but like my coworkers, we ride to and from the hospital where you don't wear them in the car. It's yeah. Like, um, we have a little staging area. We don't wear them in there, but when we go out into the hospital, we have to. Obviously. The funniest thing is back during the quarantine times, like they, you know, they're like stay in your homes, have your little bubbles or whatever. Yeah. Heather's mom would come over. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I was bored it's okay. at home. I haven't been anywhere. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. That's not how it works. We're in a bubble. You're in a bubble. But I would give her a hard time. It was actually kind of funny. My mom would come up to the house occasion. Is like, would you be like, what the hell? Are you no, I I go in my room and and shut the door and I'd like wave at her. Hi, <laughs> you know. Was she, I was in a hospital. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is the whole time, you know, because you're traveling around by plane. I'm like, is Stephen the one spreading this? Yes, I was. <laughs> I was patient zero. <laughs> patient zero, just going everywhere. <laughs> Did you see a red line? Like, okay, wait, Stephen was there. He was here. Outbreak here. It all started like in Billings, movie. Montana. <laughs> well, that's what I, t- I was. I, that's where I was sick, and I thought it was the flu. Mm-hmm. You know, no, COVID didn't exist to us in knowledge. It existed, yeah. but nobody had told us till the end of February. That's what was so funny about. My dad was the conspiracy theorist talking about COVID's coming. It's on its way. It's it's over in these other areas of the world. It's going to get here really fast, and it's going to spread really fast or whatever. And my dad's posting about it every day on Facebook, and I'm like, God, he will not show up about COVID. And then sure enough, it does get Boom. here. He's like... Uh, Told you. He's like, it's here. And uh, he was like, we don't have any toilet paper or water. And I'm like, well... A lot of good that knowledge, did you? You didn't do anything to prepare if you knew it was coming. You didn't go just load up on bottled water, get a bunch of toilet paper or paper towels or food, canned goods, nothing. But no, you typed it all on Facebook. It's coming. But he didn't do anything to prepare for it. So He's not good, a prepper. Yeah. What good is it, any of that knowledge? And it was so funny, the jokes about doomsday preppers. Yeah. Because they were all the people rebelling. It's like... These people thought that they could live in an apocalypse. They lasted like two days in quarantine. They're like, I want to go out in public again. I want to go to restaurants. I want to go to the movies. You know, you were supposed to be able to live in a bomb shelter for For a year or something, you know, till the, uh, you know, uh, I don't care about radiation poisoning. I'm going to go see a movie. Yeah, they couldn't do any of it. (laughs) Yeah, there were people like, I want to get a haircut, damn it. By the way, still haven't gotten a haircut. I need to say that on the show, guys. Uh, I haven't had a haircut in over a year. And Stephen, when you saw me today, what is the first thing you thought? That I had never seen your hair that long. (laughs) And like, I'll look in the mirror every day and go, Jesus Christ, dude, do something about your hair. I told you, it's like, it's, it's odd looking at you. You remind me of, a, of another friend of mine from high school. Mm-hmm. You have similar features, especially with the scruff right now, and his hair is kind of long. And I, you know, I haven't seen him in a long time, but it just, 
certain things it's it stuck out you know i was like <laughs> yeah. okay <laughs> i am gonna get a haircut okay but here's a weird thing i'm self-conscious now like do i need to pay them more now because i have more hair no. Like, I walk in, and they're like, Jesus, God, this is going to take an hour. Look at this guy's hair. And They'll just use the buzzers. Yeah, and then, like, how much are they going to have to vacuum or sweep <laughs> up? I mean, I've got to tip them really well now, right? It's an extra buck or two. <laughs> i got to tip them, like, $20, probably. Luckily, throughout all this, my sister was uh, used, used to cut hair for a living, so you guys call her up. Hey, I need a haircut. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thought about. It. I would. I, see I think I went like three or four months without a haircut. I would see people online and stuff like bought clippers today, shave my head, and I was like, I'm thinking about it. But what if it doesn't grow back? Because my hair's thinning, and like I could just see it. Like my hair's not growing in. <laughs> didn't didn't get brave enough to let Heather cut your hair. No, not quite. Did you want to? <laughs> okay, I just wanted, you know. It's funny because I see all the people who were letting their spouses cut their hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody was do, you know, check this out. You know, I think uh, Jack Black, he let, you know, it's like <laughs> cut his hair. Or It was funny for a while, Conan's hair was getting really long. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. And by the way, how sad is that that Conan's off the air now? And it was funny, it kind of snuck on, snuck up on me. I knew it was going to happen, but once his show was gone, it's like I took Conan for granted being on the air, like, every night. So when he was gone, I was just like, wait, what, what do I do now? You know? I'm kind of, uh, well, and we know he's coming back on yeah. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. I don't know what kind of show it'll be. And he says it's going to be a one show a week kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand what was going on. Like, was it like the TBS? The Conan Variety Hour. <clears throat> and he kind of explained, I finally read an interview with him where he said that he'd done the show on TBS for 11 years. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that much time has passed that he's kind of burnt out on the on that format. Show. Yeah. He's like, I've done everything I wanted to in this format. And, you know, they even cut it to 30 minutes. And he kind of explained that the COVID and the 30 not, minute. Having, not having audiences really kind of soured him on that format, too. Like, because he was doing the show on Zoom with mm-hmm. guests. And then finally they went to the Largo and he would have like one guest there with no audience. And he was kind of like, yeah, maybe I am time to hang this, uh, you know, ready to hang this up. Because he was, his contract was signed through 2022. And I, I actually listened to a podcast interview with Andy Richter, and he said that, you know, TBS wasn't going to pay for their studio while they weren't in it. So he, like, went by their offices around December, and they had torn the set down. Like, there was no Conan set anymore in December. <laughs> so that's why they went to the Largo. They had no show to go to. They had to. no place to go to film. Yeah, because it. TBS wasn't paying for an empty, you know, uh, soundstage. Like, oh, we'll just keep paying for this until you're ready to come back. They're like, no, we're not doing that. You know, that's a waste of money. So uh, I think kind of was just like, yeah, let's just, uh, June, we're done. And so I don't know if it's 2022 when he comes back or whatever. 
You know, I've listened to his podcast here and there, and I think it's it's fun. It's not the same thing. And Andy has a podcast too, which mm-hmm. is funny. And uh, part of me kind of wonders, like, I love Conan and Andy together. And uh, it's just kind of like, what is it? It's comfort. You know, it's there. Yeah. The show's well, there. Well, I, I missed Andy when he went away for a while. Yeah. On the on NBC. It was just like, there's a little magic missing there. I, the 30 minute show where I didn't like it as much. I got kind of used to it. It was still okay, but it was too short. Yeah. But when the comic con shows would roll around and you do a week there mm-hmm. and he would do it live and the band was back. I love that. But because of COVID, they didn't do the comic con show. Right. And that was a bummer. Cause we, cause every year, you know, we'd have a week of those shows and I thought that was great. Like every every movie got postponed last year, you know, yeah. or it got direct release to Netflix or whatever. Yeah, it was crazy. HBO Max, stuff Just like, like that. Like right now, like that's the reason you can get Black Widow and watch it online. And uh, that's the thing. Oh, by the way, did you like? I was asking you. Did you watch uh, The Tomorrow War on Amazon yes. Prime? Now, did you watch that because you saw a commercial for it or something? Or how did you know yes. about the movie? Because I saw it weeks and weeks ago, and I thought it was already on Did you Amazon. know what it was when you saw the commercial for it? Um, yes. Here's what I didn't know. I was like, did Amazon pay to have this movie made or whatever? And I read about it, and what it was was... It was going to be theatrical it's, it's release. A paramount year theatrical release for Christmas 2020, and then COVID happened. They're like, okay, they took it off. They didn't know when they were going to release it. Amazon offered to buy it for 200 million dollars, and they sold it to Amazon. The thing I think is kind of funny and weird is that. Uh, then Paramount Plus, the streaming service, are like, why did we sell the movie when we have our own streaming service now? That's the part I didn't <laughs> understand. Uh, but I didn't know anything about the movie at all. And so I watched it knowing nothing about it, and I had a really good time. I thought mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Sam Richardson is so funny in it. He's so good in that, which uh, we know him from Detroiters. Did you watch Detroiters? No, I did not. Did have you watched uh, the Netflix sketch comedy show? No, I, th- I think you should leave. No, <laughs> this is such a goofy ass show. They, I think it was like a week ago. The show has been out for two years, I think, on Netflix. And I was like, we knew the guy who created the show, uh, Tim Robinson from Detroiters. It was a show he did with Sam Richardson. They were like two ad men in Detroit. The show is so funny and ridiculous, absurd. Well, he has a sketch comedy show. Heather and I were like, I was like, let's watch an episode of this. We ended up watching the entire season in one night because the episodes are short anyway, but it's just such a strange show. Season two comes out a week later. So we start watching that and Either you laugh a lot or you just sit there kind of like dumbfounded and go, well, that was weird. Because some some sketches are really funny or they're just weird or you're just like, okay, (laughs) you know. But there was one the other night that something broke in my brain. 
and I lost my shit. You know, <laughs> like I've done that on the show before. Where I start crying. I'm laughing so hard. Yeah, I was crying and laughing, and my face hurt, and it was just. And I was repeating the lines from it and laughing again, and uh, it was over. And I turned it off, and I was still laughing. And I remember I had to go take a shower, and Heather was like, she could hear me laughing in the bathroom, bathroom, as because I was still laughing, and I'm in the shower, and I start to think about it, and I start laughing again. It's so absurd, and it's the kind of thing like I want to show it to you so bad, <laughs> and I can see like if you're just like, oh, what or whatever. Uh, Lonely Island uh, also produces a show. You know who that is? No. What's the guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Heather? I'm blanking. <laughs> Jake Peralta? God damn it. I don't know. My brain. Andy Samberg. Okay. Oh. There's this... You know what pressure luck is, right? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the game. Where it's like... Uh, what no, are whammies, those? no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. No whammies, no whammies. Well, in this, this game show, they have Chunkies. You don't want to land on a Chunky. He'll eat all your points. Well, in this game show, the guy in the Chunky suit hasn't really worked out what he's supposed to do. So it's like this new game show. And he goes, you just got a Chunky. And Chunky comes walking out. He's like, oh, Chunky's here. What's he going to do? And he's like looking at him, the contestant. He's like, yeah. And then he's like, just like pushing me. Like, hey, man. He like, like tugs on his shirt. He's like, dude, you ripped my shirt. He's like, Chunky, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, oh, he goes, don't talk, Chunky's, don't talk. And he's just like, get out of here. And Chunky walks away and the guy's like, God, what the hell, man? So anyway, they're doing the board again. Like, you pick this, $200 for whatever. And he goes, you got a Chunky. And Chunky comes out again and he's like holding the backpack. He's like, well, why do you have a backpack, Chunky? And, he, and the contestant's like, hey, that's my backpack. And he's like, ooh. He's like, oh, well, Chunky, what are you going to do with this backpack? And he pulls out a laptop. He goes, that's my laptop. And he goes, slam. And he goes, you just broke my laptop. He goes, Chunky, what are you doing? And he's like, don't talk, Chunky. And then he starts to walk over to the host. He goes, don't walk over here. Chunkies, don't walk over here. And he goes, you had all summer to figure out what Chunky did, and you have no idea. And Chunky just kind of saunters off. <laughs> So like, okay, let's get back to the show. And you see the the contestants just kind of like, this is weird. I don't like this. So the lady contestant, she's answering questions, making money. And whenever it's his turn, he's like, all right, $500. Oh, you got a Chunky. And then the Chunky walks out. And he's like, oh, Jesus. And the Chunky is like, just look at him. He's like, what? What? What do you want? He's just like, grabs him. And he's like, get off of me, man. <laughs> He's like, Chunky, what are you doing? And he's just yelling at the guy in the suit. And it's so absurd. You're just crying with laughter the entire time because it's so just stupid. <laughs> it is so unbelievably stupid. Oh, God. And the sketches in there. I want to do a sketch comedy show now because it's so absurd and funny. Uh, it's called I Think You Should Leave. You need to just put that show on uh, Netflix, you and Melissa, and just watch it. Just get through the parts where you're like, I don't understand what's happening. And then just <laughs> just wait till you get to uh, Coffin Floppers. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> it's a reality show where 
they film like every funeral that happens, but every once in a while, one of those coffins is defective and the body falls out. Coffin floppers. <laughs> and every once in a while, he's like, maybe every fourth body is completely naked. So you see there, it's a sad funeral and then the body falls out and it's naked and everyone's screaming and you see it rolling down a hill. <laughs> this naked body. Coffin floppers. And... uh <laughs> It's a silly thing, except it goes on forever. They're showing like body after body, body, and oh, pretty soon it's like twenty different clips of different defective coffins. And I think that's why the show's funny is because it keeps going. You know, they don't stop with just an idea; they hit <laughs> you over the head with it. Oh God! Just the one where uh, I'll just tell you this brief one. I won't give it away, but the guy they're on a ghost tour right <laughs> they're on a ghost tour and the guy's like hey welcome to the scary ghost tour or whatever this is the midnight ghost tour so this is adults only no kids here so uh and he, the, you know everyone's like laughing at his little jokes and he goes so you know we're all adults so you can say whatever you want swear if you want and they're all like ha, ha, ha. and the guy's like you can swear and he's like yeah say whatever you want and he's like jizz <laughs> and they're like okay he's like horse cock he's like okay and then he just keeps going more and more graphic and disgusting he's like okay okay well let's move on please and this and it's just like that it just keeps getting <laughs> oh god you just have to see it okay Heather and I look at each other a lot like what are we watching <laughs> What is happening? I want to tell you more about it, but I'd rather you just watch it, you know. Tell me you'll watch it, you and Melissa. We'll try and watch it. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> I can't make her watch it if she doesn't want it's to. Called, I think you should leave. I think you will. I mean, I can watch it. She may say no. I think just start this first episode. And you know those lawyer commercials like, have you ever, has this ever happened to you? Yeah. That alone was enough to, because it keeps going. Has this ever happened to you? And it's like more and more. Have you ever had men, construction workers, come to your house? They're there to do a job. Have you ever done that? And have they wanted to use your restroom? Have they, have two men gone into your restroom at the same time? And then you hear all sorts of weird sounds in your bathroom. Has that ever happened to you? And then you hear him laughing and giggling and your water running. You don't know what's going on in there. Has that ever happened to you? And it just keeps on going. <laughs> All right. I'm going to talk about something else. Oh, by the way, I meant to play with Steven. When you walked in, we hugged like this. Remember Die Hard, Rachel Johnson and Bruce Willis hug. Now, Steven, what do you think of all these Bruce Willis movies that are on Netflix that are really bad? I watched one that was very bad. I think I watched it on the airplane. Did you see that article that I posted on Facebook a while back about the guy who produces all those? It's the guy from. It's the real guy from uh, Entourage. Yeah, he was Turtle. Mark Wahlberg's Entourage. And he's the guy that based Turtle after. Yeah. And he figured out he could get money, like foreign money to get Bruce Willis to star in these really bad movies. Even though the movies are terrible, he works on the movie like one or two days 
barely emotes. I don't think he does emote any kind of emotion or what all. And they make a killing. They pay Bruce Willis like a million dollars and he's happy. And then they put this movie out and he's in it for 10 minutes. <laughs> I watched some space one. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember. What was it? Do you remember the name of it? I don't remember the name. It was some really silly name. And uh, it's just it's like so where funny. the ship gets it infested. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, when I talked to oh, Will on that show, we kind of talked about Bruce Willis, and there was that Die Hard commercial. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Die Hard commercial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were Die doing Hard those. batteries, mm-hmm. and he doesn't emote at all, does he? he no, just kind of like says his lines like Goes this. Through and, the... and I was thinking somewhere in his something happened to him where he's like, I've given them everything. I've given these people my personality. You know, I will never show these people me again. You know, he's just like, he's not acting anymore. He's he, just showing. He's not me. getting those Oscar nods. He wants. I re- well, I remember in the movie. Um, what is that movie? The player. Remember that movie? The player with uh, Tim Robbins. Yes. It's a Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, they pitched this movie called habeas corpus at the end. Julia Roberts is getting the gas chamber. Then all of a sudden, Bruce Willis shows up. He shoots with a shotgun through the glass, and he saves her or whatever. It's like a little brief cameo at the end, and it's really hilarious because all of a sudden there's Bruce Willis in the movie because they talked about they were going to make this movie Habeas Corpus. We're going to make this not marketable. It has no stars in it. It's going to have an ending where she dies in the gas chamber, and we're going to get all the awards. But then you see the actual ending of the movie, like, oh, God, they're doing it. Wait a second. Is that Julia Roberts? And then she's she's like trying to hold her breath and they're going to gas her or whatever. And all of a sudden here's Bruce Willis and he shoots the glass and he jumps through and he like rescues her. And so she doesn't die. And they hired A-list stars and it's supposed to be really funny. But I was thinking about that scene where Bruce Willis is in it for a few seconds in yeah. the movie. He shows more personality in that little bit in than that, he has in two years. minutes. Yeah, in that two minutes than he has in years now. And I was like, something hap- flipped a switch in him, and he's like, I'm not doing it anymore. Maybe it was the Kevin Smith movie Cop Out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something happened. I don't know. It's weird. But I can't go into Bruce Willis again, but the Die Hard hug made me think hugging again no. just be quiet like pat 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 okay are we done and give me my and where's dogs. my check <laughs> yeah, where's my check now steven i think we should take a break we okay. should take a brief break and uh we will be back shortly everyone okay see you on the flip side when i have some shocking news for you nobody cares i'll have the personal pan pizza please and i don't have a lot of time for lunch <laughs> New personal pan pizza from your Pizza Hut restaurant. Ready in five minutes, or you get one free next time you come in for lunch. I'd like a personal pan pizza, and I'm in a bit of a hurry. New personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut, starting at $1.49. And ready in five minutes, or your next one's free. We guarantee it. Kids love circuses like I love tricks. And in this disguise, I'll get some. 
anybody want to clown around? Uh, you know, we're having a good nutritious breakfast with tricks. Tricks taste real fruity. I flip for fruit flavor. What's that? Tricks. Has fruit taste they like. There's lemon, there's orange in every bite. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstro Crumpunter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. I'm just, just getting confirmation. It's just in That's the third time, though. I mean, I must, is this on? You can find us at csvsp.libson.com. So come and share the victory. If you could any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, you wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody... <laughs> He looks like somebody who can keep a secret. Now, Stephen, now that we're back doing a show, what's better than to have a paid-for ad? Getting some sweet moolah? Nice. We've got a live spot here where I'm going to talk to you about this product, and we're going to make some moolah off of this. Now, guys, let me tell you a little about Granana's Mulberry Preserves. That's right. A yummy treat for the happy nuclear family, Stephen. Enjoy the sweet, farm-fresh taste of real mulberries. High fructose corn syrup included on the fresh boot. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no high fructose corn syrup included with this fresh Boomenstein lab grown flavor of sweet, sweet mulberries. No preservatives or artificial colors because it tastes great without them or anything at all. I don't know what that means. Pair it with peanut butter or even cucumbers for a deliciously new sandwich combo. of profits go to you when you buy them by the crate. That's what this is really about, Steve. You don't want to just get one jar of mulberry preserves. You want to get them by the crate. A crate full? Yes. Try the new Granana's Mm. Mulberry of the Month Club, where they will send you a fresh new crate of mulberry preserves every single month. Just the same flavor, right? Yes, but listen to this. If you order right now and use the code LANDFILL... You will receive your first crate with 30 jars absolutely free. Okay? They get you hooked. That's right, Stephen. Just use the code, and you will also get a free sample of new Granana sun-dried mulberries. And not only that, a free bag of new experimental product called Granana's Vine-Ripened Mulberries. That's right. Boomenstein Labs has developed a new product by removing certain traits from vine-ripened tomatoes and injecting them with mulberry DNA, creating a delicious new fantastic snack. 
Order now while supplies last. Do not refuse delivery because Boobenstein Labs, Inc. will not restock any items they have left in the factory. That have left the factory. Okay. So here's the thing. We get money if people do this, Stephen. If listeners act now using the special code Landfilled, uh, we here on the show will actually make about, wait, what's 0.0.25 a crate? I have no clue. <laughs> it says 0.0.25 per crate does not include the percentage of the first free crate. Okay. So I guess if you sign up and you keep getting it every month, then we we'll get- make 0.0.25 of. Wait, how do you get two points in there? I I'm thinking it's not <laughs> it's not twenty five cents. It's like twenty fifth five thousandths of, of a cent. Twenty five thousandths of one cent, I think. How are we going to make so gotta, money off of this? So you got to send sell twenty five thousand just to get one cent. <laughs> oh my god, this isn't a good deal at all. <laughs> who who what who who sold this to you? Uh, the, the Boobenstein, that's a good company, right? So act now and try out Granana's Mulberry Preserves, Mulberry of the Month Club, with a sample of sun-dried mulberries and a free bag of Granana's vine-ripened mulberries. We're going to have to renegotiate this contract. <laughs> well, and then the super tiny print, I can barely read, it says Boobenstein Laboratories, a subsidiary of Boobenstein Food Products, is not responsible for any bodily reaction caused by genetic splicing. Thank you. Huh. Okay, guys, so if you're interested, use the code LANDFILL. <laughs> We're going to check that out, right? Yes. For Christmas, everybody's getting Everybody's a getting a crate. <laughs> All right, guys, so you heard it right here. Granada's Mulberry Preserves. Just for the fun of it, just for the heck of it, just for the taste of it, Diet Coke. Just for the love of it. podcast you're listening to pretty good isn't it only problem is it's about halfway through pretty soon it'll be over and then what are you gonna do well if you're a fan of this show why not head over to wearepodsyndicate.com and subscribe to our brand new feed pod syndicate the bonus shows every week your hosts from beyond the neon chinstroker versus punter entertainment landfill film bastards his film her movie and what's on tap will be dropping bonus shows right onto that feed These shows might be collaborations and crossovers, or they might be archive episodes, interviews, one-offs, and other treats from across the Pod Syndicate network. So, prepare yourself for the inevitable disappointment of this Pod Syndicate show ending by heading to wearepodsyndicate.com and clicking on the bonus shows. We now return you to your regularly scheduled Pod Syndicate podcast. Uh 
Ronald McDonald in Dreamy Breakfast. This morning it seems Ronald's having a dream. Time for breakfast, Bertie. Oh, boy, hopping. Hopping make hopcakes. After him, Bertie. You betcha. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Whoops. Gotcha. Got you. Ronald, time Ronald. for breakfast with a friend. Wow. Yummy hotcake syrup and butter. Plus juice and milk. Breakfast. A dream come true. <laughs> All right, and we are back, Stephen. Uh, I hope you had a hell of a piss, Arnold. Oh, I did. I hope you did too, Stephen. I did. And uh, we're back in... Do you remember one of the last times we went to the theater and you and I were the last ones in the restroom and you go into the stall and, and as I'm walking out, I yell that at you. You just start laughing out loud. I hope you had a hell of a piss, Arnold. Yes, oh, man. That's a funny thing. When the flow is going, you start laughing. It's like, oh, this is going to be messy, man. <laughs> it really is. And you know what's funny is um, I... Speaking of public restrooms, Stephen, I managed to make it over a year without going into one. And then when we went to uh, the first restaurant we ever did with Heather's parents, I was like, did we bring any hand sanitizer? We didn't. Rookie mistake, man. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to have to go in that bathroom. And I went in with, like my hands up and I'm like pushing things with my elbows and stuff. How have you handled the pandemic in restrooms? Um, paranoid about touching things? Most of the ones in, I say, all the ones in the airport that I've seen are all touchless. There's no doors. You walk in, go, go to the sink. It's motion activated. The soap dispenser is motion activated. The towel's motion activated. Don't touch anything. It's like a robot just cleans uh, your body kind of the, thing. The hospital is a little different. Some of them, you know, and, and some of them have the the little button for the handicapped people. You, I elbow those and open it, get the, the door open. When you're staying in a hotel, were you paranoid at all about the, the remote control or anything like that? The, when the, right now, and for the past however long, when you go in now, it's been sanitized and they put it into like a little baggie. <laughs> Nice. And so you can you don't have to touch it. It's the baggie, or you pull out of the baggie because it's been cleaned, whatever. Yeah, don't take it out. Of the <laughs> <laughs> don't you have like a programmable remote? I was just remembering, or did you? No, no, no. You used to. Have oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. I did carry one for a while. Yeah, mm. but it's like. Ugh. Did any? Here's one thing I wondered because like, you're working with your coworkers. Did anybody get sick that you worked with? Um. Several people tested positive. I don't know that anybody got sick. Uh, my boss's in-laws got sick, and his father-in-law passed. Mm. And now the mother-in-law lives with them. Oh wow! So and yeah, he came. They came down for a visit last summer. It's like, why did they come visit? Stay home. Yeah, we were really worried about Heather's parents just because of you know their age. You know, well, I was worried about, about my mom. Yeah, yeah. she's an older lady. 
I worry about my dad, but, you know, he rides a bike, so he's healthy. (laughs) I'm healthy. My dad would make posts on Facebook like he opens his mouth to the sun, like like the sun will kill the virus or whatever if it's in his mouth. And I'm not I'm like, I think he's joking. Yeah, you you were telling me about that one. I hope he's joking. You should have showed him the one with. um, Oh, what's his the one who played Thanos? The voice of Thanos. Josh Brolin. Yeah, I think it was him who burned his um, undercarriage. He was doing a handstand naked and letting it get sun down there. Why? That was a trend last year, and he got it got sunburned. The skin between. The taint? The, yes, thank you. <laughs> I was like going, how do I say this gently? Good Lord, Matt. <laughs> Why? I think that was him. Wasn't that right, Heather? Yeah. yeah. He was the one who burned his taint. He got his son burned. That's the kind of thing where, like, if it happened to me, I'd be like, I'm never telling anyone about this. Yeah, he was telling everybody on Twitter about it. It's like, I wouldn't say a word. How come you're walking funny? <sighs> My leg hurts right here. I got a pulled muscle, so I'm kind of walking Sunburn funny. Taint. <laughs> Sun, sunburn my taint. But yeah, I think he was like doing a handstand yoga thing in the nude. How long would you have to be? That's doing what that? I was thinking. It's like hold, hold. <laughs> hold. It's like good lord. It's like. Was he standing on his head the whole time? I don't know. Just put a little aloe vera down there. It'd be just fine. Now, here's the question. Did you miss doing the podcast at all? Coming over every Friday? I kind of felt like this strange nostalgia. emptiness for that long time. It was a thing like every Friday for the longest time. You know, I'd be working on the show all day. Melissa would occasionally ask me, are you going to do another one? I'm like, it's up to Jason. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was waiting for that feeling, old feeling to come back and, uh, I felt it, but I was telling Heather, I was like, I'd really like to do the show with Steven and Will at the same time. That would be fun. Our first show back fully intended to do that. Maybe next time. Well, I was kind of glad it didn't happen last Friday. Like I said, because I flew in late, I wouldn't have been able to do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause remember at the last minute I was like, never mind. Yeah. Like, we'll try for like, next I wasn't week. even... I, I didn't land till like eight o'clock that night, so it was like. So, do you think you're less and less cautious going into public now that you've been to the movies? Me, yeah. I mean, because I really haven't. I haven't stopped doing anything. I mean, I go to the grocery store, well, mask. You used to go to but, concerts pretty regularly. Yes, I do miss that. Mike, have any of the artists that you follow started touring again, or has it been very slow? Um, they're start. People are starting to. Would and my first, you? the first tickets I have right now. Mm-hmm. I'm flying to L.A. to go see Danny Elfman do. Oh, his Nightmare Before Christmas. No, oh, cool. Like at the Hollywood Bowl or something. Um, no, I can't remember where it is off the top of my head. But they're going to play the movie and. So but let me ask the, you this, because this would happen to me when in the height of COVID, where you think I'm never shaking anyone's hand again. Um, like I'm, you ev- see, because everywhere I worked, everybody it, it was fist bump or elbow bump, you right. know, and 
but like and i don't touch elevator buttons with my fingertip i bend my finger and touch it with my knuckle yeah 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 but like when you see on tv now like right now there if the baseball game's on you see all those people there i didn't think we'd ever get that again oh i i knew it would happen again but well when uh, uh Remember being at a concert, like, shoulder to shoulder, you're oh, yeah. squished, and a big crowd of people, and you're all there to see? I was thinking, we'll never do stuff like that again. Um, They probably will. But <laughs> do you want to do that again? To be that? Um, I would like it to be less, but I will see how I feel at the time. Definitely not doing that at a Morrissey concert. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I no, mean, the Danny Elfman thing is going to be their seats. We saw Morrissey way too many times is what I'm yes. saying. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to do Don't that need again. to see Morrissey again. Uh, but yeah, I'm wondering, like, do I ever want to do that again? Be around a bunch of people again? Because I'm so, Sorry. like... I, again, I'm... Germophobic. I'm there already. worse. More germophobic. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I'm already... I'm in the worst place you could be right now. You know, every... I mean... A new hospital every week, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we're everybody, you know, everybody in there is masked. There's nobody's walking around without. And if there's a, I haven't even seen uh, really any COVID floors anymore. That's it's great. not like it was. I think they said numbers are rising now for, but it's people who've never got the vaccine. Yeah. Now I was. Last year, I was I went to Miami in August, I think, like late July, early August, and they had the tent outside. They had one elevator they would only use. They took them to a floor, and that was the only thing on that floor. Well, when I was talking to Will, he was talking about, you know... And they still don't allow... The, the trucks full of bodies and shit like that. And there's minimal, minimal visitors allowed did you ever see that in a hospitals you were at the trucks full of bodies? no i guess that was just bad in new york like that yeah i never saw that because i'm kind of not i don't know say not in that big of a hospital i mean mm-hmm. and normally um because there was when i was in uh, spokane our project manager called us every day he said there's two cases in this hospital. There's one today. There's none today, but be on the alert. And so we would get updates daily from that project manager last year, right at the beginning of COVID, yeah. you know, so we would know how many were in that hospital. And they kept them in the ICU negative pressure room uh, at that hospital and we did have to go in there. They, they, I think they had two rooms, and they moved the COVID patient. They did a terminal clean on the in the in the room. We had to wait ninety minutes uh, before we could even go in there. You have to, and then another hospital brought in that UV light mm, uh, yeah. uh, sanitizer thing, and it, they sit it in the middle of the room. They turn it on. They go out, this. and it. It, like, kills all the germs in there because it runs for, like, 15 or 20 minutes. And then you you can't go in there for a while afterwards. Oh, really? So. You can't just hold one and do it? <laughs> no. 
No, it's it was like this big floor stand. I mean, it's it's probably about six feet tall, and it has this plastic case. They yeah, when they, I saw that, I was like, I want one of those. <laughs> but yeah, That's they awesome. Yeah, that was somewhere in. Would you ever like clean California. your groceries or anything like that? Um, no, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Melissa did. I would wipe down like drinks from a fast food place, like just with a paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I would clean off certain objects with like a uh, alcohol wipe, like uh, to take my credit card out and give it to a person. I mean, I'm most of the t- stuff I do was fast food. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do. Like if other people, like other people touching my credit card, I would clean my credit card because it's like I don't know where the hell that person's been. Well, most but. of the ones when you when you went to the when I would go. They had gloves on in the drive-thru. Yeah, yeah. And they're not even letting you... They don't even take the card. They'll hand. They'll put that thing out the and you... The card, yeah, yeah. Stick it in. A lot of places to do... Uh, I know there are some places that the... Like my little... Stick it in. Yeah. Well, there's people now, they'll just take the card and do the thing. And I'm just like, you're supposed to be sticking the thing out the window. You just don't want to, you know? Um, I think... Someone being lazy. I can't remember... Let me ask you this. Did it drive you nuts back when the mask mandate was up when the below the nose mask? Mm-hmm. Were you like, ugh, come I've, on. I've tried so many different masks, mm-hmm. you know, and I went online finally and found one that's like extra, extra large. I mean, and it covers my full beard. I mean, it, nice. you know, and, and it's adjustable and it's got, um, uh, it goes around my neck so when I take it off, it hangs down. I fold it and I tuck it inside my shirt to keep it clean. Nice. <laughs> so I, I know there's some people. I don't have to stick it in my pocket or whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah. Or like I always said, their pocket's dirty. You can't put it in there. And well, early on when I was doing different ones, if it was a a fabric one, uh, we go down to the cafeteria at lunchtime. And I'd pull it off, I'd fold it up, and i set a napkin on it, and i set another napkin on top of it to yeah. cover it. Well, it's funny. is Every once in a while, I'll listen to an old episode of our show, just for nostalgia's sakes or whatever. And it'll be, I'll be like, yeah, and I just turned 34 this week. It was my birthday. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, when the hell was this? 34? <laughs> I'm like 49 now, Steven. Yeah, I was talking to a guy, one of the guys I work with today, um, I said he had come to Texas, he goes, about 15 years ago when that tornado hit downtown Fort Worth, I said, no, it was more than 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, it happened before I started this job, and I've been doing this job for 20 years. Yeah. And he goes, no, no, that's not right. And looked it up. Nope. I was right. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time. That was before we had this house. Yeah. We lived in Fort Worth. I said I was working in Dallas and heard about it and called my roommate and cell towers were having issues with being overloaded. I couldn't get through. That's I And stupidly, I just got in my car and drove. <laughs> I don't know. remember. I have no sense of time. It's ridiculous. Like... I just don't remember. It's crazy because time does pass too quickly, I think. Doesn't it? Yep. Well, it's just like when I said, uh, oh, let's see when the last time Steven and I did a show. October 2019. Nuh-uh. 
and it's 2021 now? How is that possible? I don't understand. It's not complete. And you didn't, you almost, I say, almost didn't leave your house for a year. You know, I mean, I'm sure you got out, but. Not much. Yeah, not a whole lot. What's funny is I have a Google Maps thing, and it will tell you every month, like, here's where you've been. And it will see, like, you've been to Chili's. You've been to Mansfield. You've been to Jack in the Box. I'm like, God, this is depressing me. Stop. <laughs> Stop telling me where I've been. I've been nowhere. You've been nowhere. Are you okay? Are you mentally healthy? It's like, no, stop. Me alone. I got to go somewhere. Yeah, like right when, like I said, when it first started, Melissa kind of was a little concerned. Like, do you feel like you were safe? I said, as safe as I can be. It's up to yeah. you, me coming over to visit. You yeah, know? I always thought about you. Like, is Stephen okay? <laughs> it's like, he's in like a bubble suit, I hope, or something like uh, John Travolta. Boy in the plastic bubble or something I've like that. I've been in many Tyvek suits. Mm-hmm. They're referred to as bunny suits, the big white zip up, you know. Are those comfy? No. <laughs> Are they hot? Yes. Jeez. And I'm kind of gotten larger and it, and they got to be the big, big, big size for me now. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not a one size fits all for me. You need the bigger size. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think uh, an astronaut suit would be good, right? Yes. I think those things have like little air cooling <laughs> little system. Have you like, I totally it? wish I had one in Florida. Jeez, I never sweat so much in my life. Is this super humid there? Yes. Ugh. I like it before I was even finished. You were like, yes. It was really muggy here for a while. I felt like I needed to get out of the shower, get dressed, go outside. I was like, I need to go take another shower. Yeah. That's the time we were in new Orleans. That's what I felt like. I just sweat the entire time. I was like, this place sucks. <laughs> like I'm not comfortable here. I'll never forget. I'm, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but, uh, we'd been walking around all day and I was sweaty. He's like, I just want to take a shower and we're going to go to dinner. And my dad was like, we saw this nice restaurant. It's about 20 blocks from here. Let's go. And we're all walking. I am dripping, dripping in sweat. It's like hot and muggy. We're walking and walking forever. And finally, we get into the restaurant. And, you know, a lot of the restaurants in New Orleans, are not, they're, they're like, open. They're like podunk kind of things. And there was like a window unit in the corner. And we're sitting down with like... I don't know. remember how many. It's like 12 people around a table. And then, like, I cannot cool off. And I'm just dripping sweat. And I'm like, I'm miserable. Well, I laughed when you and I went to down to Houston for the for uh, Ollie th- uh, thing at NASA. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And we go check into the room. I, I'm a seasoned traveler. I go in and I crank my AC down and then we leave mm-hmm. and uh, we go to NASA, hang out with them for the day, come back and we're going to go get dinner and go see a movie. I open my door and you're like the blast of cold air. You're like, oh my God, did you turn your air conditioner on before we left? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It's just been that's cold, genius. Why didn't I? It's like, oh my god, that's the greatest thing. Why didn't I think of that? It's like I, I just do this. I've ranted about this many times, but <laughs> um, 
air conditioning. It's the greatest invention of all time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It tops everything because people were existing and they were miserable. Hey, it's just the way it is. It's hot. And we're miserable. I'm just going to be sweating. But there was one guy who was like, no, I'm not going to live <laughs> like this. I'm going to invent something that keeps us cool. There's actually, I listened to it. It was a, like a really, uh, it was an episode where I talk, I go on about air conditioning forever. And I talk about how we should have a parade every year for the invention of. For the inventor of. The inventor of air conditioners. Not only that, we should have a statue of him in every city. <laughs> We should all, you know, everybody like, should have a picture of him next to your, uh, like you have kept us all sane, you know, like, thank you. Uh, humanitarian. Of like all time. his picture should be on every thermostat. Yeah. I think it was Willis Carrier or something, <laughs> but there's some debate about some other guy, you know, but then there's also swamp cooler type of things. Those mm -hmm. things don't work with the shit, do they? Not in this temperature. Yeah. They do work, but you got to be in this certain climate. It's funny because I was talking to my dad and he lives in a house with like uh, a window unit and he goes, the window unit, it's not, it's not working. And he'll sh take a picture of it and it'll say like, it's 87 degrees. I'm like, Jesus, dad. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do. It's like too hot in here. And I was like, how old is that thing? He goes, I don't know. It's pretty old. Buy a new and I one. was like, get a new one with a higher BTU. Yes. And he's like, I don't know how much that'll cost. I'm like, look it up. Jesus Christ. Just look. Browse the internet. And uh, HomeDepot.com. Lowe's.com. During uh, the winter, uh, they're freezing cold. And my dad's very paranoid about any kind of like space heaters. They'll cause a fire. Get a heated blanket, cause a fire, electrocute in the night. Okay. Uh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Freeze to death. That's all the only thing I can think of. But get in, a big giant weighted blanket. And what was he doing? <laughs> he was like leaving, opening, turning on the oven and opening the door, which they always say, don't do that. You yeah. know, that's dangerous. That'll cause a fire. But when I was, I was like, look, dad, I, I found you an AC unit. This one's perfect. It's like, uh, it's about $300. And he was like, does it have a built-in heater? And I'm like, I don't think so. Why would it? And he goes, well, cause we don't have a heater during wintertime. It'd be nice to have one. So now I want an AC that's also a heater. I'm like, do they even make those? Yep. So I'm looking it up and they do, <laughs> but of course it's. Well, here's one. It's about $499. That's too expensive. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, you can't. What's the price on your comfort? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> being miserable now, spending $500 on something that will make you comfortable and be feel great. And then in the wintertime, it warms your house. I mean, put a little aside every month and then... That way it doesn't hit you all at once. You know, if you want to do yeah. that, whatever. And he said the problem is the the window unit's in the kitchen, and it has to go all the way through the kitchen, and it doesn't quite get to the living room where there's no AC. I said, get you in a nice tower fan, stick it in the doorway to the kitchen where it blows all the air. And he goes, I've seen those fans before. They don't work very well. I'm like, that's a very general statement. Like, you know exactly all tower fans don't work well like you because you've seen one that didn't work well but that's what i'm dealing with yes 
<laughs> that won't work. Oh, okay. Okay. Can you imagine if my dad, the Willis Carrier, is like, I'm going to invent an air conditioner that will keep us cool. It's like, that'll never work. Mm. It's like, well, I'm going to show you. Don't even bother. It's like, okay, let's all live miserably. Thank God my dad didn't know him. <laughs> Good Lord. The reason we moved into a house is because the apartment we lived in could not stay cool. And I was like, we need to live somewhere where we control the air conditioning, not yeah. where you have to depend on us. They had to turn that on for you, didn't they? They had to reconnect they, things. It was an all-bills-paid apartment where at certain part, points in the year, they would turn it off. Because they didn't want you using too much electricity. So it would get around May and it'd be like, hey, when are you guys turning on the AC? We usually do uh, June. It's like, it's hot now. It's like going to be 90 degrees tomorrow. It's like, well, we turn it on June 1st or whatever. It's we're like, buying a window unit and we're going to use up some more electricity. Yeah, and some people did do that. And uh, I remember we had a window fan like you'd like mount it in there and close it and go do you remember that heather we had that window fan i remember I'd get out of the shower all wet and just kind of stand in front of it like and then when you're like dried off you're like oh the coolness is gone <laughs> that sucked but i was like we're gonna live in a house and we're gonna control the ac because i don't know when you were younger or whatever did your parents go who's messing with the thermostat oh we, we couldn't even touch it no 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 we weren't allowed to touch no. it no I used to tell Heather it was funny. Uh, my stepmom, Leslie, used to yell at my friend Ray. He would come over. She'd go, Ray, I don't know where you've been or if you think it's right to come into someone's home and mess with the thermostat. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She was like, it needs to be on 78 at all times. Someone turned it to 72. She's like, this isn't your house. You don't live here. He's like, I did not touch that. And she's like, I just want you to know that you're not allowed to do that. Do not do that. And he's like, dude, what is she talking about? I'm like, I don't know. So she would just come and blame my friend for turning down the thermostat. By the way, it was my dad. Usually who was turning the thermostat down. <laughs> we, so funny story. Story. We were young. We had just gotten cable. You know, nice. and uh, got a little HBO, a little nudity going on. And it's, <laughs> it's you know, one o'clock in the morning, seeing some boobies. You know, we're all excited kids. And uh, so, and this is pre-remote control. So one of us is up close to the TV, you know, in case the parents, you know, open the door. It's like, okay, nope, no nudity here. <laughs> um, so one night hear the door change it and we look over there's dad he comes around looks into the living room got his glasses on smoking a cigarette messes with the the ac turns around goes back to bed and we're like okay cool back to our nudity and uh all of a sudden like an hour later it's cold we got blankets and we're shivering you know and uh, he gets up, we back out of it. He comes in there. Who the hell's been messing with it? You just came in here. <laughs> I've been in bed. He was sleepwalking. Oh my god! And really? he turned on the AC, turned it down to like as cold as it would go. 
I mean, it was wow. probably like 60 degrees in our house, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been messing? Do you think Leslie was doing that in the middle of the night, sleepwalking, turning it down? Ray did this. Yeah, we, I mean, that was, I mean, that was our Friday, Saturday nights up there <laughs> watching watching our Skinamax or whatever it was. <laughs> That's hilarious. Young children watching nudity. I mean, I was 14 right or whatever. passage. 14 dude. years old or so. Can't yeah. remember. I just remembered a time where, uh, like, Ray, he would come over and we would be playing video games or something. And I worked at MJ Designs, like, the first year or whatever. And I was like, dude, I got to go to work today, but I only work for, like, four hours or whatever. So then when I come back, we'll keep playing whatever game. So I was just, just hang, hang out here or whatever. So I, I go to work and I'm, you know, Jason line one. I'm like, okay, hello. Hey Jason, it's Ray. I was like, Hey man, what's up? Uh, your stepmom Leslie, she's telling me I have to go. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's telling me I have to leave the house and I'm not supposed to be here by myself. So, uh, I can't get a hold of my uncle to come pick me up. So. What do I do? Do I just like sit on your porch or, and I was like, let me talk to Leslie. And he's like, uh, he wants to talk to you. Yes. And I was like, Leslie, what, why are you kicking Ray out? Cause he's, he can't stay here. I've got to go. And he's not going to be in our house by himself. I'm like, but Leslie, he's not going to do anything. He's just playing video, video games. No, he does not live here. He's not a member of this family. He's not going to sit in this home by himself. Well, he doesn't have a ride home. What is he going to do? Just sit on our porch? No, he can't stay on our porch. Well, where is he going to walk home? He lives so-and-so or whatever. She's like, fine, I'll give him a ride home. Okay, is that okay? And I was like, uh, I don't... Can I speak to Ray again? He's like, yeah, hey, what? What's up? And I'm like, uh, Leslie's going to give you a... Dude, I don't want to ride with her. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what else to do, Ray. I'm stuck here at work. And he was like, oh, can I just stay here? And I'm like, apparently no, she won't let you. He's like, fine, I'll let her take me home. And then later on. <laughs> Is he the Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> yeah, best friends with Napoleon Dynamite. He's like, oh, God. <sighs> so later on, I get home and Leslie's like, your friend is rude. And I was like, uh, why? What did he, what did he do? I took him home. He didn't say a word. He didn't say thank you. He just got out of the door and he slammed the car door. I was like, well, good. What did you expect? <laughs> Jesus. You're blaming him for messing with a the thermostat. Then you're saying you're basically accusing him of being a criminal. You know, you can't stay in our house. You'll steal everything. It's like he's raised my best friend. If anything goes missing, we know who did it. You know, give me a break. There's nothing in your stupid house he wants anyway. But she he wants my had, video game system, if anything. Yeah, she already had conspiracy theories like about things like who's drinking all the Coke. This Coke is mine. I bought this two liter. It's all gone. And I'm like, did you ask your husband? Because I'm pretty sure my dad is the one doing it. You know, <laughs> poor Ray. Gosh, stepmom sucks. <laughs> Stupid Tina. Eat your food, Tina. You fat lard. 
But I remember that the whole Ray being accused of thermostat thing. Yeah, the dad sleepwalking was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. I remember. It was, I mean, because he put his glasses on and was smoking. That's smoking what Smoking in your sleep is yes. pretty crazy. Because that yeah. could start a fire or something. And uh, I've, I've never known him. We've never known him to sleepwalk before. But he he had uh, he talks in his sleep. Mm-hmm. So that was sometimes you could. St- talk to him and he would if when he started talking you could talk to him and he would answer back and that was kind of cool that's kind of scary <laughs> <laughs> i remember there's a, a story you told one time about the your parents telling you that they had a ghost because the tv was coming on in the middle of the night like your mom said something like, oh, you've got a ghost and you were like no it's the sleep timer on your tv yeah <laughs> I remember you told me that. That's yeah, so you get a sleep timer that's set to go off at a certain time? No. All right, it won't happen again. Yeah, the ghost has been exercised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember I made a post on this on Facebook one time because I thought about this. That How many people do you know who are like, I've seen a ghost? Like I, there was one time I saw a ghost and it scared the crap out of me, but it happened to be like a bathrobe hanging on a door somewhere. My brother didn't investigate it. My brother. He's, he said that the apartment he lived in over there by Wedgwood bowl, Uh he said it was haunted. He said he would be in bed and it felt like somebody would sit on the bed. He set up and nobody would be there and it would get up and you know, and the bed would go back up or something. And then he said it would shake. I'm like, so is there like a laundromat underneath you or, you know, I'm the, I'm the logical one thinking, yeah. it's like, I mean, you're right next to a train track. Was there a train going by? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I had an aunt, well, uh, my dad's, one of my dad's brothers, his wife. So they had an old house, uh, that belonged to her family and it wasn't livable, but their, uh, her son turned it into a little clubhouse or whatever. So you go smoke pot, play pool and stuff in there. Yeah. And then they used it to store crap in. Um, but she would say that, um, you put anything in there like a lamp, you know, and they padlocked it. It was locked, but you come in and, and, uh, they they would come back and find that the cable had been cut on it. And then they'd find little piles of marbles. And they're like, they don't know where the marbles came from. She would save them, put them in a jar, come back a week later, there's, you know, a few more marbles. And then there was uh, a tombstone. And it was a small child had been uh, died on the property. And his grave was in the back of the house, but the tombstone would come around to the front mm-hmm. it was broken you know and so it was a ghost that did all right. this and then she invited the ghost to live in their new house and said as long as you don't cause any trouble you can come stay in the house okay <laughs> and uh she's so i guess one night there was a storm and uh all the clocks went out Except for one that was electrical powered, it kept running, but a battery won't even stop. So she blamed it. The ghost kept the electric one running. 
don't know how. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, so don't know about that, but I have a, my aunt has a ghost, or, you know, she did when they lived there. I don't know where this ghost is now. That's very interesting. They they up and moved to Oklahoma. I know she's since passed, but I guess he's rattling around in the house up there. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> cause any trouble. Would you invite a ghost to come to your new house, Stephen? <laughs> come on, Casper. Come if it's on. Casper, maybe. You know. He's a friendly ghost. Come on. At least Casper yeah. can play with our dog, you know. So, yeah, my brother said, he said he sat up in bed if, with when the ghost was rattling. He goes, I'm not scared of you. And he said it stopped rattling. <laughs> I'm not scared <laughs> of you. You're, you're going to have to leave, you know, basically something, you know. He said a week or two later, his roommate came in and said, my bed started shaking in the middle of the night. He goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, he never told his roommate that it was happening to him. Uh-huh. So I guess the ghost went to next door. <laughs> he went like, to the room. Rude, next. I'm going to your. Uh, I'm not scaring you. I'm going to scare your friend and his <laughs> girlfriend. That's very interesting. So two people I know say they, you know, have experience. Actually, I have another, my other, my mom's sister. I'm just saying she, that she has a ghost because it flushes the toilet. It's like. You think there might be an issue with the toilet? <laughs> no. No, no. Pee's using the bathroom and flushing it in the middle of the night. <laughs> He's ghost Do peeing. Do you live with anybody? Well, yeah, four other people, but it's not them. <laughs> They're asleep. My kids and my husband. Does your husband get up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> So, Stephen, Boss Baby, going to see that? Got my tickets to see it tomorrow. <laughs> boss Baby. No. Little Boss Baby over here. So, you got any, you got ghost relatives uh, that, that have seen ghosts? I don't know. It's usually, is it, it's funny that your brother, but I was thinking, it's usually the older people in the family that have ghost stories, you know? Yeah. Because they grew up in a time where there was no color TV and like... Their imaginations went... Yeah. Like my dad has... Like, like I said, I told my brothers that you, there wasn't anything in your house that vibrated or something. Yeah. It's like the washing machine was doing laundry downstairs <laughs> is, in the middle of the night. Is when you felt like somebody sat on the bed, maybe you were half asleep, kind of like that sleep paralysis oh. where you feel like somebody's pinning you down. It's Have like, you ever done this in your bed? You know, you got the sheet, the blankets, and you kind of go, oh, and then the kind of air kind of like yeah. goes out of the blanket and it sinks down. That can be like kind of like, oh, who's in bed with me? And it's like, it's just the Nope, air. I do it on purpose. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the night. I know... Um, you just let it kind I, of fall. I kick, yeah, I kick it up with one foot and my hands and, yeah. and puff it. And... That's usually also, you know, you don't want the Dutch oven thing. <laughs> it's like, whoa, air this out. Okay, there we go. Don't and, need that happening. And, you know, usually baby sleeps under the blankets too. She's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. I cannot breathe on her hair. <laughs> She'll do now or she'll come up and sleep in between our pillows and she'll curl up there. And like, I guess the last month or whatever, we had thunderstorms all the time and she's afraid of those. Then she'll like, she needs a thunder jacket. Yeah. 
probably. Or thunder vest, what are they called? Yeah, I think, or are they called thunder coat? No, thunder. Thunder vest? Mm. Yeah, and I she'll, the, she will get in behind that back pillow and just wedge herself in there, like, until the storm's over. <laughs> the fire, the, you know, because of the 4th of July, like, that's Although, pretty bad, where she'll go and get under the cushions. So they keep popping until how long this week? Oh, God, it was way after, it was like midnight. Wednesday or Thursday this week, were they still going? It, July 3rd, we could hear them, the night before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on July 4th, it wasn't as bad. And then, like, July 5th, I heard a few, I'm like, oh, they got some extras, assholes. <laughs> Nobody likes hearing fireworks. I don't mind going somewhere and seeing it. but Yeah, going somewhere. Well, actually, I do like to pop them. So. I, got, I got burnt out on going. I mean, when I was younger, I haven't done it in a long time, so... Yeah, well, it might you, annoy me now, but do you know anybody who blew off a finger with firecrackers? Or um, my cousin blew his fingernail off. Oh, did it he, grow back? He had a little lady finger. No, did it grow no. back? Or yeah, is it as far as I know. Oh, okay. He was lucky. Yeah, I mean, it probably took took half of it off. You know, he had long, gross fingernails. I'll never forget that time <laughs> when I lived with Candy and Kim and. Uh, uh, Mike, her friend, had an M80, and you know we were all drinking and stuff. And he was like, "Oh, let's do something with this M80." I was like, "What if I light it and throw it off the balcony?" He was, we were like, "Okay," and uh, so when it's completely quiet outside, you're not prepared for how loud an M80 is. <laughs> and so I lit it and I threw it, and it was like the loudest bang you ever heard. Like there was like uh, 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 cars going off. People coming out of their apartments, walking downstairs. So I ran down there too, and I was like, "What was that?" You know. And people are like, "I don't know." So uh, me and Mike are down there, like, "Man, that was crazy loud." And people are like, "I know that was scary." And all of a sudden, here comes Candy. She goes, "Did you guys hear something?" And I'm like, "You're the worst actor I've ever seen." Like, <laughs> I swear, the way she was acting, like, "Did you guys hear that?" People are like, "That's." bad acting did you throw that <laughs> you know it's like so obvious she was suspicious right away yeah. but i was just like shut up go back inside <laughs> yeah every fourth of july when we were younger till about 12 to 14 we went down to my aunt's lake house and then we would go buy fireworks uh and come back and have our little wars Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, it was down in Houston area. Would you throw firecrackers at each other? Yeah, except we had them in pine cones. So oh we threw God. them, we made grenades. <laughs> nice. And, and uh, threw them at each other. So yeah, we did do that. Nobody got hurt? Nobody lost fingers? No. no. Uh, my, uh, the little, those little uh, ones that uh, chase you around. Yeah, uh, my older brother was on ha, uh, was on a bicycle, and somebody lit one, and he was riding. Are those it, snake things or something, um, or what? Are no, they? it's a little. It's like a, it's kind of like a bottle rocket, but without the stem on it. Uh huh. And uh, it's like a bee, and a bee or something. Uh, and so it, he was riding, and he was. It's like it was coming up on him fast, and he was trying to get away, and he he sat down, and it went under his seat and blew up on his butt. <laughs> nice shot. <laughs> 
So great shot. <laughs> but you know, I mean, jeans on, you're not nothing too bad. What if it like hit the but, tire uh, valve and it ignites oh, we, the oxygen in the tire? <laughs> it's like we did all kinds of stupid stuff. Like we had a we get a Folgers can and uh, we stick the the firecracker inside this the fuse sticking out and there's like four or five of us and all right light it and we go running and the shoots the can you know, 50 feet in the air <laughs> you know we had bottle rockets bottle rocket wars uh, roman candle wars <laughs> bottle yeah. rocket wars sounds pretty cool yeah i mean yeah you hold them in your hand you light as soon as it as soon as it takes off then you throw it at them i guess it could hit you in the eye right yeah Anybody lose an eye? No. I mean, we generally missed because they're already going when, you know, you're throwing them as they're, as a light. Roman candle launching. And then down there at the lake, one of the guys had a, like some kind of a retriever dog. And so we'd stand, there was a, you'd light it on the edge of the pier and you'd wait for it to start to take off and you throw it and it would go underwater and still be going and then it would blow up. The dog would dive in trying to retrieve it. <laughs> Is the dog okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, it had already blown up. And the, oh, okay. the dog would go out there and you'd see him and he'd dive down and he'd come up and he comes back with a rock or a stick. <laughs> think, I got it. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. But yeah, we did the, yeah, we yeah, stick them in pine cones, light them, and throw them at each other. Who thought of that? Guys, let's stick this in a pine cone. I, who knows? We were, <laughs> That's a good idea. It's like a grenade. <laughs> pine cone shrapnel. <laughs> Just like I'll stick it in. Yeah. Oh, get the tweezers. That's pretty sweet. Well, you try to sneak up on them and get them without them, you know. Because you're, we're running around the neighborhood, throwing them at each yeah. other. So there's <clears throat> some people in their house they hear. <clears throat> yeah, I mean there were the black cats. They weren't mm-hmm. too much of anything. We were just annoying kids, and uh, you know, we you know you blow your allowance on it, so you have like two hundred black cats. You know, and those go pretty fast. Yeah, I think our dad, my dad, my uncle, they would buy some of the whistling rockets and the things that would. Not the quite the mortars, but yeah, but some of the bigger ones. You know, I we'd, those we'd set them things. off at night. Remember those little white things? And you throw them. Oh, the snap and pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always somebody who's like, "Let's take take them all apart and put them in one big one." <laughs> that would never work. Oh, I still see them in grocery stores when I go out of town. It's hilarious. Those those things. I thought about grabbing. Always... I was like, I probably can't take these on a plane because there's gunpowder. Yeah. Never mind. Those things would be all over like school schoolyards. Oh yeah, like just the pieces of paper. Like it's like I want to do because I've seen the little uh, pranks on on YouTube where you take those little white things and you put them underneath the toilet lid on the. The little stoppers, you know, that, <laughs> yeah, and uh, go to sit down. Have you ever done a whoopee cushion on somebody? Um, have I attempted? Yes, but it never works. Never works. But you know the one that I did uh, back in the days at MJ's. Do you remember the toilet snake? The toilet snake. There was the rubber snake we got from MJ's, and uh, Craig and Tommy. Uh, 
my brother lived he didn't live with Tommy but Tommy's house key somehow worked his apartment uh-huh and so we had this rubber snake and I tied when we were teasing Becky with with this, the cockroaches in this in the in the fishing right. line well I got the bright idea to take the snake stick it in the toilet with the fishing line and take and set the bottom the lid down and and tape it as yeah. much so when you lift the lid up the snake comes up yeah yeah and that so, would be scary. So I go with Tommy over to my brother's apartment, and he goes, my key works. And he opens the door. Craig had gotten off work early. He's sitting there playing video games. It's like, okay, we can't trick him. So we didn't have to come clean and tell him what we're going to do. So and we're going right. to prank his, brother, his roommate, Jerry. Yes, okay. And so... We go in there, set it all up, and uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, his, the roommate comes back home from his day of work, and we're all sitting there, and I have to go to school at night after work. Uh-huh. I'm like, wait, and just like, oh, come on, go. No. So I have to leave, and then I think everybody has had to use the bathroom, and everybody knows except Jerry that there's a this rubber snake in the toilet. <laughs> so they're having to pull it up, use the restroom, flush it, put the snake back in there. They reset it every time. <laughs> and finally, he goes, lifts the lid, and they said, they're all in there just waiting to hear, and, he, and he's like, oh, F, and jumps backwards and hits the wall. <laughs> And then tell my dad about it. My dad's laughing. He goes, where is it? He wants it. Because he played poker with his brothers every Monday night. Now, when they first did this years and years ago, my uncle had this old trailer that wasn't connected up to the facilities. But, the you know, the <laughs> they would pee in there and it would just run out on the ground. He said one time they opened it up, a snake had crawled up in there. A real snake. Oh, wow. So... When my uncle built his new house, he built what he they called the dog house. It was like yeah. a little little outbuilding, and that's where they played poker. Well, my dad decides to do that to his twin brother. He does that. <laughs> he says, uh, "My my uncle opens it. That he goes. He goes. He was a blur running. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I just run." Because it's already happened before, with a, <laughs> but with a real snake. It's happened again. It's <laughs> That's funny. Pranks are so mean, man. Because I just think of how I would react and probably scream. You know? Well, you remember how bad I did Becky all the time with those rubber cockroaches. <laughs> Blah! <laughs> And I remember one time tape it to the, the bottom of my shoe. The, the str- stuck the a little fake roach in the actual cash register in the coin thing. <laughs> Do you remember that? Well, you remember the catapult I made. Uh, the catapult. It's like I was like, like telling her. Remember, we had the clear tube with real ones in it. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, that's the one where I did yeah. So I had a, the string tied to it, and I was like, check these out. It, they're not going to get out, Becky. And I, and she comes over, and I pull it, and the string swings out the little cockroach, yeah, yeah. and she loses it. And So I go uh, a couple days later, I made this catapult that would fling them, these, these rubber <laughs> ones. And I'm like, I hang over. 
Becky, go look at it. It's kind of weird. And she's like, no, you're going to do something. I'm like, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. I'm, I'm Every over time. I'm going to stay by the back door. You can go look. I wouldn't do something like that. Why? <laughs> and then I stand there and I've got the string run all the way by the back door. She walks close, whoop, flings them at her. <laughs> Genius. But it's so funny. It's like, no, I'm not doing it. You're going to do something. <laughs> I went, no, I'm not. Look, I'm 20 feet away from you. I'm not doing anything. And then you do something. It's like, <laughs> and then Psych. next time, hey, go over there. No, you're well, going to do something. Well, then I would, I set the one up inside of her order book. <laughs> so, I, yeah. so I taped it. The string to the front of the book, and what I, were those machines called? Do you uh, remember? Where you punch in the no orders for the frames or whatever? I don't remember. They were called something. I can't remember what they're called anymore. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, I stuck it in there. And that I didn't even have to be around to make her do anything. She was like, "Okay, it's going to happen tomorrow because that's order day." She's going to go through. <laughs> I was just remembering at MJ Designs. This is so stupid. Okay, we had these little devices. The, I can't remember the name of. You type in the orders, like, okay, I need four of 9900 and I'll get four of those frames. But there were some of the older women, they had their pedestal with wheels that they oh, yeah, would push yeah. along the aisle, <laughs> typing in their things, and they had their... And they would have to have their little... Juanita. Yeah, they would have their little buggy thing that they would push along. And I remember just being like, why don't I get one of those? <laughs> Where's my pedestal on wheels? Where's my get? buggy? But you know what they're doing. It's like, oh, I'm going to take at least five hours to place this order. Yeah. I can milk the clock. And they're doing it. They're walking very slowly. Looking at each other, yes, I need more of these. Let me type this in. Do, 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 do. And it's like, oh, come on. They're milking this until lunch. Then when they come back from lunch, then they do it some more. <laughs> but you can't do that in framing because a customer walks up the counter. You yep. got to help them. But they're like, no, I need to place an order. I need my little wheeled buggy thing to do it. Wheeled pedestal. I don't know what the hell those were. And I remember there was only like a couple of them because somebody else would go, where do I get one of those? It's like, yeah, it's a select group of old women who have those. Like, you're not going to get them. So who was the? Well, it was Juanita. It was uh, Robin's mom. We should have rigged those, Stephen. (laughs) Like, the wheel's not moving. And we just glued them all to the floor or something. And then when they go to look at it, there's a... You know, well, fake that's... roach on a fishing line. <laughs> <laughs> when I pranked you, do you remember? Which, which was that? The, uh, I'd come back and all my tools were put away. <laughs> yeah. So I hot glued down a hammer, a <laughs> yeah. screwdriver, and a pencil. Yeah. And so I'm watching you, and I see you walk by, grab the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Turn I'm just around, real dumb. Turn like, around and look at me, and I'm just laughing. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty bad at that, wasn't I? Just putting things away all like, the time. I was like, this is my zone. Don't put my tools away. <laughs> nope, you're going to put them away. You know, one thing that drove me nuts, I was thinking about this 
the tape guns with the double stick tape were used to run along to put the dust cover on the back of a frame. I've still got two. So many people, how many people would do this? They'd go empty. What do they do? Set it down, grab another one. I'd get so mad. Like, reload it. It's so easy to do. Like, so you would come to work and there would be like four of them and they're all empty, you know? And nobody would reload them. It became way easier just for me to pull the tape out and stick it on. Yeah. Without using one. So lazy, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Steven, this has been fun. I think we should wrap it up because it's 1030. Can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. Thank you. Good night. Here all week, try the veal. And Can you believe how long it's been? I still can't get over it. Weird. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously it's been where we July now, so six, seven months since I've seen you. How, Almost eight. How long would we do the show before? Like uh, we'd started eight. We're in between ten, ten thirty. Yeah. I mean, I think we've gone later, but there'd be times when you know, uh, like when Bill Will was doing the show, and we'd do DVDs or whatever, and sometimes yeah. we'd end like at eleven, wouldn't we? Yeah. Another like. Remember when you would come back from your mom's and we would just be finishing the show? You guys are still doing that? (laughs) That's crazy. I'm not used to talking this long. I'm telling you, I'm losing my voice. But Steven, it's been so good to see you again. And do you think we should do it more? Do you want to do shows again? Here, give me a hug, Steven. my Tyvek suit to hug you. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> rubber gloves, full mask, the rubber glove over the head, Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. Do that. Handbag. <laughs> Was Howie Mandel funny, Stephen? As funny as Carrot Top with his. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Not very. <laughs> Remember he acted real he, crazy, like he was like super He was the high. zany comic. Yeah, zany comic. Wow. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this. And uh, hey, if you want to hear more, just let us know. Could, uh, we're going to do some more anyway. It could happen. Again. I don't remember how to wrap up the show, Stephen. What do I do? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a joy to talk to Stephen again. And he's here in my house. We're not quarantined anymore. I hope you guys have visited friends again. Hopefully we'll get Will on the show again. It's going to be awesome. Maybe he'll have a haircut by the next show. Maybe I will. Maybe we'll have a picture of me with my long hair or something like that. So what are you guys waiting for? Go to etlandfill.com. Go out and safely watch a movie with a mask on. Yeah. And uh, tell us what you thought of the show and we'll do another one. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Oh, and get some Granana's Mulberry Preserves. (laughs) (laughs) 25,000 crates. We get a dollar or a penny.
try and do what you love with people you love. And if you can manage that, it's the definition of heaven on earth. I swear to God, it really is. Now this is podcasting. Podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. <laughs> 